Welcome to episode 20 of the Momster Squad, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. Okay, welcome back. So real quick, before we get into our listener stories, um, let's talk about Saturday. We had our Halloween party. Um, so much fun. The kids had a blast. It I was a little nervous because it was raining all day, and I was like... And it didn't even, like, call for rain. Yeah, (laughs) zero rain on the forecast, and it rained from the night before. Yeah, it rained all day. Um, I was trying to, like, set up, and I couldn't set up because it it would stop raining. And it wasn't, like, raining, raining. It was, like, that annoying light rain it was that like misty spray rain that's what i was gonna say it wasn't a downpour yeah it was just like a misty rain and just uh, enough to make things freaking miserable so um yeah but we had a really good time um we actually were out until becky and i were out until about three o'clock in the morning before we. We, sh- we are the down. champions. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, I wasn't drinking, so I had enough around twelve. I was like, all right, it's time to go in. And then you guys were trying to bribe me to let AJ stay out, and I was like, he's been drinking the past three weekends. Like, it's time to come in. <laughs> um, I Nick, uh, our one neighbor, he fell asleep in the chair. <laughs> we're like, is he good? Like. I mean, that's typical. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, it was a really good time. There was a ton of awesome food. The food was really good this time. Like, really good. Um, I actually was surprised there really wasn't much food left for as much food. And there wasn't many people. I think a lot of people ended up not coming because of the rain. Yeah. Which, it did stop. The party started at 6, and it did stop raining probably about 4, I Mm want to say. It was enough time for me to finish setting up the things that couldn't get wet, and um, but it was it was really good. I had it a good was, time. It was more than really good. I mean, we had our usual suspects. There were some um, new faces that none of us had ever seen before, and there were also um, some faces that we haven't seen in a long time from our neighborhood. <clears throat> Everybody was dressed up wonderfully as always. And for the first year ever, Jennifer did not um, do a theme. Uh, Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Um, But it went off really well. Um, Jennifer and Abby, if you listeners haven't looked on our social media page, um, you guys can let them in on your big secret of what your husband, wife, family costumes were. So Chris and I were Morticia and Gomez from the Adams Family. And I was Elmo, AJ was Oscar the Grouch, and Riker was Cookie Monster. The cutest cookie monster ever. See, it's for Cookie. That's good enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I said it, but John and I were just spooky skeletons. (laughs) Yeah, with your pelvis low. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when you get old. But there was, there really was, there was a lot of great costumes. There were scarecrows and there were, um, what's the oh. name of Brittany and Sean's? They look like the they cup were from Candyland. Yes. Or can, what? What? <laughs> I meant to say Candyland. <laughs> Candyland. 
No, it's like the Cup Show. It's on Netflix. They they always knock it out of the water, and I have to give major major kudos. I remember to, the first party they came mom. to. They were Vikings, yeah. and their yep. costumes were awesome. Uh, they, if you go through um, Britney's, I've looked through her album on her Facebook page. <clears throat> and they they hit it out of the park every single year. I was really disappointed that they didn't stay in costume, but I get it, it because cold. it was it was cold. And a lot of us got out of costume quicker than normal. Abby and AJ didn't have to. Yeah. And it was they were nice and warm. <laughs> fuzzy freaking pajamas from head to toe. It was cozy. Um, John and I switched over pretty quickly. Well, I, I don't know, a couple hours. Yeah, but even even Brittany and Sean, though, even though they changed, they still, you know... They had, like, a backup, like, mask. Yeah, they had, like, Sugar Skull masks and their, and their Halloween sweatshirts and stuff. And I changed into a Pennywise t-shirt. So, I mean, bottom I line... I actually stayed in my dress, I think, up until, like, right before we started cleaning up. Yeah, I had I gone inside to something, in and I, like, real quick turned... Took it off and threw a sweatshirt And for on. those of you that haven't checked out our social media and seen what Jennifer looks like, she already has the extremely long, long black, black hair. hair. And the and Chris's body structure is not quite the shape of Gomez, um, but he pull, I, they pulled it off. Yeah. They pulled it off and incredibly. It was, I was so excited because it was the first year Chris actually, like, dressed No, up. because you know what? You posted five years of Halloween. Right. And if but you look, even just though... T-shirts. Yes, even though it's just T-shirts, he participated. And, last, and, it, and it's fitting. I, I'm like, what is she talking about? Like, I agreed year, with her until I saw that. Last year... Um, actually, he didn't wear a costume at all. The only thing he did was... Roll Put up. the cigarette pack in his sleeve and roll it up because he For the was grease thing, yeah. right? Which that worked too. <coughs> but I mean, I had a lot of fun. So well, and also um, before we get on with our mom stories, um, for you up to date and avid listeners, you know that our special Halloween edition dropped on Halloween. Um, hopefully, you all enjoyed it as much as we did enjoy making it and yeah. re-listening <laughs> to it. Um, so that being said, um, our Halloween party wasn't maybe the most epic of all. I still think 2020, 2020. <laughs> but I think that is probably for anybody because 2020 was just, yeah. you know, with the pandemic, I think any outing for anybody was epic yeah. that year. Um, but I will hands down go to your Halloween party every year, no matter what, for the rest of my life, because it's just that much fun and lots of liquor, <laughs> Je- jello uh, yeah, shots. Yeah, Kate and, made the jello shots, which were gone in like an hour. I was shoving them in my bra. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I got more in here. Everybody's like, what? I found one that had melted right back down to liquid. <laughs> I still drank it. The first one I did was um, Kate... Had gotten the um, the syringes, mm-hmm. syringes, and I couldn't get the thing to push in my mouth. And yes, it's gonna sound. You have to suck and yeah, push. Yeah, yes, <laughs> suck and push. And so John had to help put it in there for me. <laughs> and when it's he, okay because when I was doing it with AJ, because he was eating and holding record, I was messing around. He's like, I can't do it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> I was like, just take it. I'm sorry. John, John broke it in my mouth. 
All right, so there was our gutter entry into Mom Stories. And a little surprise for you guys, we've chosen to up our stories, at least for this episode, where each of us will be reading three of our listener stories apiece. And Abby, why don't you go ahead and get us started with that today? All right. Oh, don't touch anything. <laughs> oh, we have guest star Riker with us again today. Such a good baby that we don't even know he's here half the time. Yeah, until you mentioned it. <laughs> All right. Let me get to my spot because he touched. All right. So this is from Christina. Don't know where you're from, Christina. But Her anyway. mama. <laughs> So, last spring, my friend gave her four-year-old her tablet to use in the car during a long road trip. He figured it out rather quickly and spent the entire trip playing games. She said it was one of their best car trips ever. But the next day, my friend received an e-receipt from iTunes for $600. (gasps) Oh, snap! Apparently, every time a pop-up ad appeared on the screen, her son hit the yes button, and <laughs> resulting in $600 worth of gaming apps. Um, lesson learned, if you give your child your tablet to use, disable your credit card info. Um, so I actually uh, have mine set up because Jacqueline, a lot of her stuff is connected to, like, my Google or, uh, I don't have Apple, but, like, my Google or... So I have it where she actually has to, like, a password has to be put in and I have to approve it. That's before a good idea. It could, yeah. And, I mean, I do that yeah. even with me because sometimes I'll accidentally, like, if I'm playing my game, I'll accidentally hit something and be like, no, I didn't mean to do that. So, yeah. Um, with the kids with their iPads and stuff, they have to have a password which we put in the password, right. and then it has to verify through AJ's phone that we approve it, and yeah. then it will go through. Yeah, that's how mine is, too. Because, yeah, <laughs> that would, with Jacqueline and our drives to New York, yeah, I'd probably have more like a $1,000. So for me, <clears throat> excuse me, I have been letting Brayden use my cell phone for as long as I can remember, like since like two, and I... I do not have any passwords set up. I did not uh, disable or whatever um, my any payment information. And I just taught her over and over again, when you see this, you hit the exit button. You never hit yes to subscribe or, you know, any of this. And there was only one time, one time that she hit something and she admitted to me that she had actually done it on purpose. It was 99 cents. And it was for an additional piece to a game, a free game that she was playing. Yeah. And that's how they get you. Right. You, like, you oh, you addicted. just need one more life. Yeah. So was was this person able to get a refund and get a hold of these companies and be like, hey, this was a four year old? Or were they just like, all right, well, you're SOL. Thanks for your money. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes they pretty much tell you SOL. Yeah. Well, uh, that's definitely, as she said, lesson learned. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Not only for her, but I'm sure for many others, us included, um, even moving forward. So you hear that, moms? (laughs) Disengage your payment information (laughs) or buy them their own thing that has password enabled. Yeah. All right. So I'll read the next one. Thank you, Christina, for writing in. Yes, thank you. 
So this one doesn't have a name. It says my two-year... Is there... Did you miss the name? I had to, because I was like, there has to be a name. Let me see. Yeah, like Yvonne from New York. Yes. Okay. New York represents... My two-year-old son, Cameron, totally knows how to navigate himself on a tablet, including Skype. One night, Cam decides to Skype with his uncle, Landon. While chatting, his grandma appears in the background and starts to talk. But he says, no, no, grandma, and starts to swipe his fingers across her face. As he could actually move her and swipe her off the screen. Oh, it does say her name. Yvonne. Okay, okay. Sorry. I was like, there has to be. Yvonne from New York. <laughs> um, it's funny how kids don't understand. How technology yeah, works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then again, they do. Right. Yeah. So, um, Jacqueline, I think, had done that. She didn't want somebody, whoever she was, like, video chatting with, um, usually with her dad or whatever, and she, like, was trying to get them off the screen. Or she'll be, like, she'll be talking to one of the kids or something, and he'll, like, pop up in the screen, and I'll be like, ew, and she goes, Daddy, move. Mommy don't want to see you. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Uh. So what happened with Nanny or Grandma? I don't know. <laughs> Did she, she feel get off the screen? <laughs> Did she feel insulted? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, normally when I allow Brayden to do any sort of FaceTime <laughs> with the grandmothers uh, or whatever, <clears throat> I've always held on to my phone yeah. and you know, or set it where it can be seen by all of us, all of us, that it's not moving around and. Causing vertigo on the other end, you know. <laughs> oh Where are you God. going? <laughs> Running around, yeah. Um, and then it's funny because we had done FaceTime so much for a period of time that when it would be an actual phone call, she'll be holding some sort of a, <laughs> like a toy or something in her hand, and she'll be like, "See?" I'm like, "They cannot see." Yes, they can. There's the round circle. There's her faces right there. I'm like. That is a picture. That is their profile slash contact picture. <laughs> yeah, I can't. When Jacqueline's in New York in the summer and she like like FaceTimes with us every like usually once a week, I can't. I'm like, Jacqueline, sit still. Like, sit still. Yeah. You're making me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you, Yvonne from New York. New York. Woohoo. All right, so moving on to story number three. This is from Susan. No location mentioned. She states, my mother, (laughs) a master of guilt trips, showed me a photo of herself waiting by a phone that never rings. (laughs) Mom, I call all the time, I said. If you had an answering machine, you'd know. Soon after, my brother installed one for her. When I called the next time, I got her machine. If you are a salesperson, press one. <laughs> if you're a friend, press two. If you're my daughter who never calls, press 911. Because, because the shock will probably give me a heart attack. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Well, that, that brings me to remembering when my grandmother, so again old one and i don't know why i keep saying that it's just a fact 
But going back with technology and things that are relevant to certain eras. Yeah. So the pager, also known as a beeper, was significant when I was in my late teens, early 20s. And the uh, guy I was dating for dating at the time, his father was a big shot for Motorola and had gotten us these top of the line pagers and whatever. So, of course, I had given the phone number to, you know, my family members and my my one grandmother could not grasp the concept that all she had to do when she heard it beep was to type her phone number in and hang up because <laughs> she would talk to it. And so no number would ever come across. And clearly I'm not getting any sort of voice message. So I had gotten a, a similar um, guilt trip slash wrath from my grandmother that she calls me all the time and I don't have enough... Um, audacity or respect or whatever to return the call but that's that right i cannot that's hysterical that's that takes the cake and stories so far today thank you susan that's awesome do you guys have anything to add to that one no i just think I it's actually, hilarious <laughs> I, so my dad at one time i forget what his used to say but it was something funny but there's actually a on um what's the ringtone app zedge yes uh, yeah so there's one on there. It's like for a mental hospital. And I always <laughs> want to like record it to somehow be on my answering machine. It's oh like, God. press one if you hear voices in your head. Press two. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's funny. I wish I could remember the one my dad had because it was funny. Oh, I wonder. I'm assuming Susan's reaction to hearing that for the first time when she called her mom. <laughs> She's like, God, how many people would <laughs> Oh, that's priceless. All right. Well, thank you. All right. So the next one is from Stacy. Didn't mention where she's from. My son was two and playing intently with his toys when he matter-of-factly said, remember when you were a baby and I used to feed you? He was born a year to the day after my grandpa died. One day when... A year to the day after what? I'm sorry. After my grandpa died. One day when he was five, he asked me what day it is. Thursday, I replied. No, like, what date is it? It was my grandpa's birthday. Goosebumps on goosebumps. (laughs) That's crazy. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. It sounds like her son is like reincarnated mm. from her grandfather. That's really crazy. We, we just recently talked about that, I think, in the last Mom Stories episode. Yeah, you'll notice a pattern as you read on. I picked things that were kind of similar. I, with topics. the tablet thing, the yeah. electronics. Yep, I'm seeing, I noticed that with the first three that we read. Um, <clears throat> so I have to tell you, and I so wanted to call you guys last night and put you on FaceTime on our um, group page, but then it would have included everybody else. Right. So um, I suppose, I, I don't know, can we do that on our mass text? Uh, no, but you can I go into the Facebook, Facebook and just send it to you. Yeah, we have the two. Yeah, we two, two. All right. Well, um, I I feel like I had a sinus infection over the last couple of days, so I was taking it easy lying in bed, not to mention my back was really bothering me and stuff. I'm sure the amount of liquor and stuff dancing. I drank we Saturday dancing. night dancing, yeah. <clears throat> but Brayden pulls up YouTube 
last night and she's watching creepy kids of YouTube. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's these mothers that are sending videos in of their creepy kids. And I'm like, Brayden, I didn't know about this. I should be, you should be plastered all over <laughs> this thing. And it, I got a video. <laughs> right? I, I meant to actually put that up on Facebook because that's just, it's worth it. Even possibly our, our Momster Squad uh, social media. But there was this one kid who supposedly every single night and he's only, I think, two years old or something, the mom will put him to bed and then she'll go and get in her bed and every single night he just reaches his hand just ever so slightly around the corner of her bedroom door frame and does one of these and, like, grabs the frame and then his fingers just disappear out of the way. And <laughs> I'd be like, why? I'd be like, uh, that we door need to do an exorcism. closed and locked. <laughs> So then there was another mother who was standing outside of what sounded like her daughter's bedroom door and her daughter was like giggling. And, you know, there's the words uh, going across, you know, the top of the screen or whatever saying, you know, how cute it is when you think your child is like giggling in their sleep. And then all of a sudden the girl goes, no one will leave this room. Well, damn, the mother's smile very quickly went from hoo-hoo to holy shit, I got to get out of here. <laughs> Somebody grab the holy water. That's scary. I, I love those stories, though, and, and just the simple, at least for me, the belief that a loved one could be reincarnated into your own and... Yeah. And and see, I mean, there's going to be, um, not generic, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, in our genes, there's going to be things that are going to remind you of grandparents, yeah. parents, the facial expressions, mm -hmm. actions. I mean, there's things that run in the family. Yeah. <clears throat> but to have it hit on that so point on yeah. is... And for him to, like, say, do you remember when I used to, I used right. to feed you when you were a baby? Mm-hmm. Like, that's creepy, but, like, kind of cool at the same time. Like, I'd probably be a little freaked out at first, but then be like, well, what else do you remember? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, this next story is from Han. Hands. Hans. Hans. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, at the age of two, my son told me, I am your father and son. He was born the same day that my father passed away. Oh. That's crazy, too. That's it? Yeah. yeah it was short. Short and sweet. Mm -hmm. That's wow. So, wow. I am your father and your son. Okay, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Han Solo. <laughs> Were you being funny or is your name really Hans? That would have been hilarious. <laughs> and what did you name your father, son? <laughs> your uncle, nephew. Your, sis your sister, daughter. You live in Utah? Sorry. <laughs> Holy Come crap. on, Becky. I need updates as the years go on with um, Stacy and Han Solo. <laughs> Luke. 
<laughs> I really, I have to, I have to know now. Is that somebody just like being funny, or is that really their name? And if yeah. that's their name, that's a cool ass name. But how ironic! <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! So thank you for writing in. And you know something I've been meaning to mention to to our listeners, um, just because we're the Momster Squad clearly doesn't mean that it's only women listening in. Yeah. I do know of some male listeners, and I think we are relatable to all. Um, again, I don't know if Hans is a male or a female, if it's a fake name or if it's not. Um, I mean, no offense by any of that whatsoever. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to write in, even if it is a joke to see if we're witty enough to catch on to it. (laughs) Ding, 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 Becky won! (laughs) And on a serious note, that was, sorry, a bittersweet day because, you know, losing your father, but then also having a son. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of emotions from one day. Oh, yeah, for sure. But thanks for writing in, because that's pretty... How do you handle something like that? Grief and and the best thing, best package in the world ever, all in one day. And did it say that the father passed first and then the son was born, or it just said same day? Same day, day. yeah. Well, my goodness. Moving along... I have a story from someone named Elizabeth. Again, no mention of location, which that's quite all right. She states, my husband was being nice. Well, lucky you. (laughs) I'm sorry. My husband was being nice and volunteered to change our son's diaper. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm not going to read any further. No. He is the father. (laughs) Whether his name is Hans or not, he is the father. He shouldn't be nice and volunteer to change the diaper. He should just be doing it. Yeah. Carrying on. Um, I'll start again. My husband was being nice and volunteered to change our son's diaper. He removed his wedding ring first. Oh, no. And when he was done diapering our son, he realized that his ring was gone. (laughs) This was during my son's teething stage when he was putting anything and everything inside his mouth. Naturally, this is what my husband thought had happened to the ring. We we rushed our son to the ER and even had him x-rayed, but it showed nothing. The doctor just told us to wait because if he had swallowed the ring, it would eventually come out the other end. When we got home, we changed our son's diaper and found the ring. <laughs> so my thought process is he just when he was changing initially it just did it fall in into the diet. new diaper because yeah, yeah. there's no way it passed that quick yeah yeah oh that's, my goodness and well they didn't find it in any x-ray well at least they didn't have to go through the diaper genie and dig through old diapers oh god i mean granted it was still in a diaper and we don't know if this diaper was just pee ridden or poop ridden or no oh. ridden at all <laughs> but oh my lanta well thankfully for the son, he did not swallow the ring because that's just obviously dangerous. And for the two of you as husband and wife, I'm glad he has his wedding ring back. And if it was their first kid, they were probably really panicking. Like like you know, most do with yeah. their first child, yeah. Have you guys ever By had the to... fourth, you're just like, eh, you'll poop it out of them <laughs> you're still breathing. Have you guys ever had to take your children to the emergency room because you thought they swallowed something? Yeah, Logan. No. 
I told that story when he swallowed my grandfather's pills. And we had to... Was I drinking during that episode? Probably. (laughs) He swallowed pills? Well, I thought he Uh, swallowed... It was the middle of the night. He used to scooch his crib. I thought I told this story. I don't recall. So my grandfather used to sleep in the same room as Logan when my grandfather lived with us. And Logan, it was hardwood floors. So he would scooch his crib over to where my grandfather was to wake my grandfather up. Well, my grandfather would leave his pills that he took either at night or first thing in the morning next to his bed with water. Well, Logan got it, and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, (coughs) They were all over the floor, but there was one, I think it was like his antidepressant or something, but it was like chewed up. It was a capsule, Mm. and it was chewed up and spit out. So I didn't know if he had ingested anything. Yeah, right. So I took him to the ER. Well, they called CPS on me because my uh, son, uh, because I did the right thing, took him to the ER because I wasn't sure if he, like, swallowed anything. And they didn't even do anything at the ER. They're like, well, we could give him something, but if he didn't take anything and he seems to be fine, so let's just watch him. And then they called CPS on me. Wow. But, yeah, and it was... How did you handle time. that? Like, what's... I. I didn't even know until CPS showed up at my house, and they're like, yeah, the hospital called us, it's protocol, and I'm like, because I did the right thing? Like, there's kids out there that need you, and you're worried about, because I did the right thing by taking my son to the hospital, because I wasn't sure if he ingested any of them? Well, and to play devil's advocate, obviously. Well, they said because it was in his reach. Yeah. Well, and what I was going to say. And they don't know the story. Like, you right. could be going and telling them one right. story. Yeah. That's they... exactly where I was going, like, with yeah. that. Like, you and I know Jennifer very well and know that yeah. she would never purposefully put her children in harm's way. Yeah. Although she has admitted, come the fourth one, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that but, would be Jacqueline, right? But, <laughs> yes. But that being said, in the same sense... Um, you know, I'm well, I sure... Well, Jacqueline to the ER many times. <laughs> right. Yeah. Once but, for a broken collarbone. <laughs> did they send CPS for that, accusing you of breaking your child? No, because the Jacqueline, she was four, three, almost four. So she was able to tell the doctors what she did. And okay. the doctor said, you know the story about five little monkeys jumping on the bed? Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that goes back to when I was nine clearly old enough to tell my own account of what had happened. Yeah. And um, my biological father and stepmother, I was with them. It was a Christmas Eve morning. And they had a Doberman pincher. His name was Louie. And he was just the most lovable dog. His backstory, however, um, he had owned by been owned by two different owners prior to my father and stepmother um, stepping in and apparently had been abused. <clears throat> well, he had a broken tooth and he was a very strong dog. So when they would tie him up outside to do his business, uh, the dog would chew and chew on the chain. The chain was actually a toe chain. This is how strong the dog was. Wow. And that broken tooth, he had sharpened down to where it was as sharp as a kitchen knife. That being said, Christmas Eve morning, my father worked for the county where he helped go out and plow roads when the weather was bad, Mm -hmm. and it was, so he'd been called out. My, excuse me, my stepmother was still in bed sleeping. 
And I had gotten up and served myself a bowl of cereal and, and turned on cartoons or whatever. And so you've, you can't see me how I'm describing it to you folks, but if you can envision a Christmas tree and a dog sleeping slightly underneath it, and then in front of that, just a little diagonal, is the coffee table. And then in front of the coffee table is the dog's bone. Well, I came walking through, and I'm not taking the dog, the, the, the bone from the dog directly. Um, if anybody's teaching their kids correctly, you shouldn't be pulling things out of an animal's mouth unless you're already playing with them. You don't just go up and take something yeah. or bother them while they're eating. Well, the dog, the dog and the bone were at least five, six feet away from each other with a coffee table in between. And I walked through, bent over and picked up the bone. And next thing I know, I hear, I hear snarling. I hear my stepmother screaming. The dog jumped off of me. I had wet my pants and my entire head was just dripping blood. <clears throat> now, of course, there was so much blood that she didn't know where I had been attacked. And I, until I had reached for my head, well, that sharp uh, tooth had cut my <clears throat> the left side of my head from almost my temple uh -huh. straight to the back of my head. Long story short, she wraps me with a couple of towels, both of which were soaked completely through by the time we got to the hospital. The emergency room was actually packed. They wasted no time in putting me to the front of the line. Yeah. They were able to determine where the cut was, so to speak, and even though I had told them repeatedly, the dog bit me. The dog bit me. Um, and, of course, I'm also, I was crying more for the dog even at that age. I'm like, he didn't mean it. It wasn't his fault and so on and so forth. Yeah. But they made my stepmother go away from me and had the cops come and were questioning her about, you know, taking a knife to my head because most dog bites are jagged. And, and it the wasn't, way the wound was, <clears throat> yep. like. so it wasn't until they shaved the entire left-hand side of my head and was able to stitch up that section that they finally found the bottom jowl marks mm -hmm. from the dog's bottom teeth that they actually believed our story. So, you know, in the, in medical world, I guess, you know, they are trained to have to follow up yeah. no matter, you know, so... I mean, I get it, but knowing you, that sucks. Yeah. And whose story was that? Was that the ring? <laughs> that was the ring. Well, see where you sent us with that? <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> Swallowing things off to the ER, stitches, dogs. Thank you, Elizabeth. We're glad that you and your husband have your ring. Maybe you guys should think about getting new ones. <laughs> <laughs> or deep clean. <laughs> All right. So the next one is from... Um, someone named Dee Dee. Hi, Dee Dee. <laughs> All right. So, Ender, my four-year-old. That's a cool name. Yeah. Will tell us stories about the little girl who shuts doors and turns off the lights. He can't tell us what she looks like or where she goes. I don't talk about ghosts or anything that would give Ender this idea. The last time the little girl was here, I heard the door slam. I ran in and asked him if he had closed it. He told me no. The little girl did did because she didn't want to play. Whoa. That's crazy. Did she say how old he is? Four. Four. My God. See, things like that is like when I'm like, all right, we're moving. Right. Because <laughs> it's just like, I can't handle situations. Um, so, I actually 
had, um, God, it was so many years ago. I had, there was a balloon that it, it was filled with helium, but mm-hmm. at, by this point it was on the floor. Like it was deflated pretty much. And one night I was sitting on the couch and all of a sudden this balloon is now back on the ceiling and it was deflated. Like it was almost flat and it was now back up on the ceiling. And I took a picture of it and sent it to a friend of mine. And I said, this balloon is creeping me out. Like, I don't feel good. Like this is, this balloon was dead. It was on the floor. And she's like, pop it, get it out of your house and walk around and say, you're not welcome here. And, um, so that creeped me out. But, and she came and like cleansed my house like the very next week. But, um, yeah, I would get some sage (laughs) and tell the little girl that she's not welcome there. And yeah, she should leave. (laughs) Yeah. That reminds me of Mikey with the floating head. I was like, nope, nope, nope. Not dealing with it. There was also another time where I was laying down with him. Because he wanted me to lay down with him um, to sleep. So I laid down with him. And I, like, you know, like, when you, like, kind of, like, like you're not falling asleep. But yeah. you don't fall asleep. So, like, I wanted up, like, in between. And I swear to God, I felt like something tugged at my foot. Oh. And I just jumped up and I left the room. <laughs> I was like, I'm not staying in here. And I just left Mikey. But. Because <laughs> 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 he was sound asleep. And I was like, I'm not waking him up. Everything's fine. But, yeah, it freaked me out. I'm like, nope. Not staying in here. So, I actually, I felt someone, like, I think it was after my brother died. Um, I was laying down, and I had my back, like, to my room, and I was facing the wall, and I could feel somebody sit on the bed. And, like, you could feel them. Like, you know how someone sits next to you on the bed? Like, you could feel it. And I, like, closed my eyes really tight, and I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope. <laughs> Have any of you ever experienced sleep paralysis? Yes. Oh, I my can't believe we're even bringing that up right now. So going back to the beginning of our show, when we were talking about Halloween, the one thing I failed to mention was, or we all did, trick-or-treating with our children. Um, so <laughs> this, so I ended up taking Brayden, Jennifer's daughter, Jacqueline, and our friend Jesse's son, Tristan, out of our neighborhood um, to downtown, I knew of a backyard, a back, a haunted backyard or whatever that somebody was doing, and a couple of cool places that they could get another couple houses of candy and have some a little bit more interesting. Our neighborhood doesn't really go all out with the decorations yeah. and stuff. <clears throat> and we had um, uh, Tristan's mother, Jesse, with us as well. And Brayden started talking about sleep paralysis. And of course, Tristan's calling her out. Oh, blah, blah, that's not happening, whatever. And Jesse's like, now, Tristan, that's her story. And, you know, if she says it's happening, then whatever. And I just I just can't believe you just said it because it was just two nights ago and Brayden was talking about it. Well, she lied in bed with me last night and I need to explain to her. I think she doesn't know the difference. <clears throat> um you know how if you've had like a really big, I remember it used to happen to me after I went like roller to the roller skating rink or something. You do something really excessive that day, really mm-hmm. energetic, and you start to fall asleep and your whole body just jerks. jerks yeah. Brayden uh, is, I think that's what she's thinking sleep paralysis is. Although I literally just had a moment. So she did that. She's like, Mom, did you see that? It just happened. I just had sleep paralysis. And I was so tired. I was like, I'm just tired. I don't tell you tomorrow. (laughs) Well, then it happened to me last night. This is what I believe sleep paralysis is, where I was, my dream was so real 
that I was in it and I was trying to move or trying to say something. No. And I, I woke up finally, like every muscle in my body, I able was able to scream. But I know where you're going with that, where your eyes are wide awake and you literally can't move your body. Yeah. And okay. sometimes people see things. Luckily, I've never saw... Uh, yeah, luckily I've never saw anything because I'd probably never sleep again. Um, but so, <laughs> it only happened to me once and I woke up and, like, you can't move anything of your body. You yell. Like, I was freaking out because I'm, like, yelling. Nothing's coming out. And it feels like it's forever happening. You, It's only, like, 30 seconds. And then you can move finally and get up and... I, Immediately after I couldn't move, I just cried because I was like, what is happening? Nine, ten, never sleep <laughs> so, again. But if I saw something, no. <laughs> so, I did. Oh, no. Um, this was back when I still lived in New York. I was, I had woken up. I think I had like a bad dream or something and I had woken up and there was this black figure like oh, no. floating over me and I... I couldn't move. I was trying to scream. I couldn't breathe. Like not, like you said, nothing was coming out. And then finally, after a few seconds, like it went away and I screamed. Like I screamed and woke up Jacqueline's dad. And he's like, what is wrong with you? And but it freaked. I could I didn't go back to sleep because I was like so scared to go back to sleep. And yeah, it was really, really. Yeah, scary. so that's like really what sleep paralysis. Yeah. What you're talking about, I've experienced that too, like when you're in a dream and you're like trying to run and you seem like you're going like slow as molasses. You're not going anywhere. Like, yeah, I'm, like you're mine not tends anywhere. to be not so much trying to move and run away, but more where I'm like trying to say something. And you all know how my mouth is. If somebody's shutting me up in my dream, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I've heard people's story with sleep paralysis where like they'll see like a demon or something. Yeah, that's and what I thought like, mine was. I was like, crazy. well, going back to you with the balloon, um, when you segued off of Dee Dee's story, um, so I don't think it's that far fetched that the balloon can rise again because I feel like I've seen that happen where it's been deflated enough well, that it's down to the ground, but it gets just enough oomph and, and whatever, maybe vent or fan or airflow in your house. Yeah, there was no airflow, and just, it was up on the ceiling. I've had it where it's just might have, like, in this house, in my house now. Like, just two feet above the, the ground and hanging right, out. Right, and where the air mm. vent is, because my vents are on the floor. Yeah, no, this, there was nothing on, and it was on the ceiling. We're going to have to get um, crime critters in here to debunk well, it. Uh, I did. <laughs> when it well, happened, I called my friend. She who, called the crime critters. <laughs> yes, I called the crime critters, and she said, pop that shit and get it out of your house. <laughs> That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Going on. (laughs) So this is from Priscilla. We bought our current house from a man who was married for 40 plus years. His wife passed away a couple of years before we bought the house. One evening, while tucking my two and a half year old into bed, he said, Mama, night. Night to the grandma while pointing to the hallway between his room and mine. What was her, which was her room back then? Night, night to the grandma. Night, night, grandma. Sweet dreams. 
Yeah, yeah old no. ladies, creepy old ladies. No. Look, well, I'm gonna be 80 soon. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna haunt us. <laughs> I so am gonna haunt you, bitches. I don't you like have that. No idea. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I'll land your initial you can, this yeah. <laughs> No, I want my own. I don't want two ghosts on me. Don't make me a ghost. Make me a fucking demon. Wow. Half demon, half angel. <laughs> yes, evil angel. That's what you can get. That's totally what you can get. <laughs> um, so, actually, when I was, I don't know how old I was, which this, I think I have told this story on a, another spooky mom story, but, like, I used to sleep with my bedroom door open, and my grandparents were married for probably 40-something years before my grandmother died, and she appeared in our hallway in like a wedding gown my sister actually <laughs> she talked to my sister and told my sister to go get my grandfather who at that time had a bedroom in our basement where at this time he was only there on weekends like he would drive home for the week and then come up on weekends and spend the weekends at our house and uh yeah so well i remember my um one set of my great-grandparents. Um, I remember both sets, but the one lived um, in an old farmhouse. And again, this has possibly been spoken about by me, touched on when we were talking about, like, reoccurring dreams or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. When you went up their stairs, there was, like, really no um, handrail on the left-hand side. Like, you went up a small set of two or three and then turned left and went up the rest of the way. But it was kind of like wall and floor coming together from above and below and mm-hmm. you know like a triangle so there really wasn't a railing okay. <clears throat> and when you got to the very top step there was a bedroom all the way to the back and the old-fashioned dolls with the blinky eyes you know that i have some of in my yep. house <laughs> abby and jenner the ones that i call creepy dolls yeah and then i have real creepy dolls and you're like those are fine <laughs> I, yet i have classic looking you know, no porcelain, cre- the ones like I gave you at my yard sale. No creepy, creepy nah. ass porcelain dolls. I just bought a little boy one with a John Deere cap on. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that room was in the back, and I would all. I, I I'm not sure that I ever actually saw something, or if I psyched myself out because you know. If you if your brain is already going in a certain direction and the shadows are just so or the sunlight is just so yeah. so you um, can look at something long enough and your brain plays tricks on you yeah you know but it, I was always like nope nope I am not no you can't make me sleep there I'm not even walking back there and if you're holding my hand I will not no way no how not happening. Um, but also, was it th- who was the um, writer that said they had never um, discussed ghostly type stories with their child? Was that Dee Dee? I think that was Dee Dee. Um, about the girl that yeah that doesn't that Dee Dee. exist that shuts the door on her son or whatever. <clears throat> so that's that struck with me too. Stepping back over Priscilla's story, I do apologize, but. Um, you know, of course, I've talked creepy stuff with my child from the beginning and not really talked it with her. It's just I collect, you know, skulls and, and dragons and things like that. I just find something intriguing about them. 
Brayden's first pair of shoes were these little tiny slide-on things that were black with pink polka dots, and they had little girl skull and crossbones across them. <laughs> My mother was with me when we bought them, and she told me I was sick in the head. I, but they were cute. They were, there was nothing creepy about them, but... Um, and going back to the trick-or-treating thing, your daughter freaked the hell out. It's a good thing we didn't take Jacqueline to one of the bigger to-do Well, it's funny things. because she, before Halloween, she asked me why I never brought her to a haunted trail because she goes, Aunt Becky brought Brayden. I'm like, and... Okay, that's Aunt Becky and Brayden. I'm not bringing you to a... I don't even like going to them. Why would I bring you? So then when she got home from trick-or-treating and was telling me how she was so scared... Oh, my that gosh. Jessie saved the day because Jessie, like, helped her walk through it. And I was like, see? Well, and you wanted to go to a so the, trail. the first one we went through, Jacqueline was right in front of me. And I wasn't realizing that she was scared. She, I mean, she was walking through, but she was going slow, and I had to keep kind of giving her a small shove on her back. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and it, it was pretty cool, and I'm surprised Brayden wasn't doing her normal, who wants to play? She didn't do it until the very end, and we were already out of things. So um, that being said, when we went into the second one that was a garage, that's when Jessie had her, and Jacqueline was just, she was mortified, absolutely mortified. Brayden comes out, and she goes, and then you guys can't see me, listeners. I keep forgetting that. But Brayden made a fake yawn, like, boring. Where? <laughs> what's next? Because this one sucked. And it didn't suck. Yeah. It was someone's garage. It was small. But the amount of, if you watch the video that I put up, the amount of money and that things that they put into it, the music, the fog, the strobe lights. If you think about it, the strobe lights are, like, probably one of the biggest things to throw your senses off. In any haunted trail or what have you. So. um, I mean, Jacqueline, even when we went to, um, like, Spirit Halloween, she would not go near the Well, remember, for the longest time, she didn't like toys that moved. She still (laughs) (laughs) She's not as scared. Yeah, if she had a toy that had moved or talked or anything, we'd have to take the batteries out because she was petrified of it. She had gone... inanimate well, object that's she moving. had gotten yeah. like a mini mouse i think she got it from her dad it was a mini mouse that roller skated and <laughs> she didn't even want that thing in her room like she was like nope she kicked it like immediately <laughs> kicked it was like uh-uh and i remember when she was that bad about yeah. things um so priscilla that wrote in did the grandmother used to live in that house I'm assuming no, it wasn't. It's they bought the, a house. They bought a house. The man and his wife were oh. married for forty plus years, and she had died a few years before they bought the house. So oh. he's referring to the grandma as the lady that used to live in the uh-huh. house. Inquiring minds want to know. Well, thank you, Priscilla. And moving on to our final listener story of the this episode, it is from Erin. Hi, Erin. Hi, Erin. Is, is she from New York? <laughs> nope, she doesn't tell us. Uh, she states, my son was around two at the time. We were driving past the cemetery when he said, 
Look, Mama, dead people. <laughs> yes, darling, I responded. Kids, he continued matter-of-factly. And sure enough, we were passing by the children's section. <gasps> and he was only two. Oh, my gosh. Curious, I asked if the kids were happy or sad. Happy, Mama, he said. They are running around that daddy. Oh, they are running around that daddy. All I saw was a man standing alone with his head dropped. It warmed my heart, honestly. I was actually going to go there as well until she said it. So I'm, I concur with Aaron that that is warming. And again, the pureness of children and how they, I mean, it's true. It's a fact. Well, that's almost like the story that Brie told us on our Halloween special with, um, uh, they were on that haunted trail. And oh, with the, the had and the playground, the playground, the and the little girl, and right down to a T and what she was wearing. Yeah. And he yeah. wasn't even there for that part of the story. Right. And, and even he was her son was able to see her to retell. Yep, it's when Braden goes past a cemetery. Uh, oh God. What? <laughs> what? Look, for the first time, it's not as bad as y'all think. <laughs> she actually, it's not even a cemetery. On her way to school every day. They pass a place that makes oh. the headstones. Oh, okay. And Grammy and Grampy had had, um, have always had animals, uh, two of which unfortunately died really, really close in time to one another in uh, 2020. And um, my mother to this day is fearful that, you know, maybe the cleaning products or whatever that she was using to try and help, the, you know, them not get sick and you know nobody knew what the hell was going on she's afraid that maybe inadvertently different smells or mixtures might have caused something we don't know that for a fact um but they were you know relatively young or middle-aged cats whatever and otherwise very healthy their names were noah and tigger and although brayden saw them but once a year Brayden was extremely fond of them. Mm-hmm. And so now every time Brayden passes that um, monument uh, headstone making place, she like gets upset and cries about Noah and Tigger. Um, but that's the one thing about my child. I She has yet to see floating heads. <laughs> and the only thing I know of is her conversation with you, Abby, uh, yeah. about... Well, she knows she ate her twin. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Which we talked about on the podcast. Oh, my Atlanta. And she tells everybody. Yep. You talk about me introducing myself to random strangers at the grocery store. How the hell do you think I feel when she she goes... She gets it from you. She goes up to... She doesn't even introduce herself. I ate my twin. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. I ate my twin. It's like, okay. (laughs) You're like... Where's my holy water? Um, no, so my dad, every time he passes the cemetery, you know, dad jokes, he'll be like, people are dying to get in there. Why? So, yeah, it's why Jacqueline, is there a fence around the cemetery? Because people are dying to get in. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, he don't use say the fence part. Well, Jacqueline must have heard it, so now when we pass cemeteries, she'll she'll be like, people are dying to get in there. Well, here's the, here's the other one is... Um, I wonder how many how many people are dead in there. All of them. Except the groundkeeper. 
keeper of the crypt. That you know of. (laughs) Well, yeah, I do agree with Erin on this last story. That was very heartwarming. And um, also a little bit creepy because I'm telling you, you know, I actually want my child to come out with floating heads. And I probably will run. I like the the, last night she asked me if I... If I could turn on, so the way my bed is, Lord have mercy, the way my bed is set up in the master uh, bedroom, when you're lying in it, you're facing the entryway into the master bathroom. Mm -hmm. And Brayden was hanging out in there, and she's like, Mom, can can you turn on the low light in that bathroom? I was like, for what? What possible reason do I have to turn on the light? I see things. And I said, keep staring into the darkness. You're going to see things. And I said, there's nothing going on in there. She's at the point now where she herself has watched so many scary things or gets inside of her own head that she freaks herself out. And I'm like, and I really don't have any remorse for her. (laughs) I'm like, quit watching scary shit and you won't have this problem. You're like, good, turn off all the lights. (laughs) I did. So... (laughs) I hear so hard. I did. I had the, the TV was on and it was past sleep with one eye open. <laughs> it was past school night bedtime and she's waking me up to tell me about things she sees in the bathroom. And and I had the TV on, so there's enough light that you can see. <clears throat> now she's just lying there and you see the blankets kind of come up a little bit closer to her chin. And you can see her eyes, like, moving around in circles and, like, focus on something. And then, and so I reached over and I grabbed the remote with my (laughs) eyes shut. And I just clicked off the TV and then I opened my eyes and it was black. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face. And she's like, Mom. I'm like, you don't like it? Go to your room. And I went to sleep. She was still there this morning, so. (laughs) If you got in my opinion, you, you can't feed into that. Because otherwise they're gonna be shitting their pants every turn that they take. So if you're gonna if you're gonna delve into the creepy, then you better get comfortable with it. Jacqueline actually has sense. two nightlights. She has a nightlight that's next to her bed, and then she has that wolf Which, light that she keeps on green all the time. Braden has the EV light um, that is uh, can stay on green or yeah. do slow or fast color changing. She has it on slow color changing. And then I found that same wolf light at a yard sale. Super excited so to give it to Jacqueline for Christmas. And Jennifer sends me a picture. She goes, you mean this one? Yeah, she's already got it. I'm like, ah, <laughs> damn it. So anyway, that's in Braden's room now as well. And that one stays on uh, blue, I believe. But And she has the hall light on outside of her bedroom. Yeah. And your kids sleep with the doors shut. And yours do, too. I don't get... If I shut Brayden's door, she has a coronary. Yeah, nope. Uh, like, she'll go into full-blown tears. I But I've always shut their doors. So, maybe that's why. And they never... Like, the closest they slept to, like, in the room was Jacqueline, where she slept in, like, the queen's room that was attached to my room. Right. And the she queen's does room. Don't put that in her head. No, <laughs> it, that's what it's called. I know. Room. Don't tell her that. But um, <laughs> actually, so when she goes to her dad, she shares a room with Aaron's daughter and her sister. And um, so when she comes back, she's like, "I don't want to sleep in my own room. I want to 
be back by you and daddy. Yeah, and just I'm like, gets yeah, comfortable no. sleeping with someone. Yeah. yeah. So she doesn't like sleeping alone. What do you all um, live. have any of your children actually been to a cemetery? <laughs> to visit ones. to visit a grave of someone that know. you know that's passed or anything? No. Field trip. The moms my, squad field trip. My oldest, uh, I think Gianna, <laughs> <At night. laughs> Gianna and yes. Summer have been to a like monastery when my grandfather died. Yeah. Because they were at the funeral and they were, Gianna was 11. I think a cemetery can actually freak anybody out whether you're the. I don't like cemeteries. <coughs> whether or you're the strongest or, or not, but. I don't know. Now my wheels are turning. I think I might take Bray there. <laughs> Just freak her out more, right? What are you trying to see if she sees people? Yes. Well, I already know Jacqueline can because she told me she was talking to my grandfather. And Mikey sees floating heads. Yeah, so I don't want to see anything else in my Riker, mind. what do you see? <laughs> A boob. Yeah. Mommy's breast. Leave <laughs> yep. me alone. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that concludes episode 20 of our listener stories. <laughs> Thanks again for writing in um, and continue to write in those stories. That way we can share with all of our listeners of your stories that you have to share. You can find us on our social media pages on Facebook and Twitter, The Mobster Squad or at Mobster Squad. You can also find us on Instagram and on TikTok. Now, um, we haven't recorded any official videos yet, but there is one video on there that if you'd like to look at, you can (laughs) and start following. It's going to be the (laughs) underscore monster underscore squad. (laughs) I am not privy to this information. You followed it. Oh, is it just And I showed it to you. Okay. Was anyway. I drinking? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> if you have any stories that you would like to um, write in or any topics you want us to cover, you can write into the Monster Squad at Outlook.com. In the title, put mom story or topics, and then write in your name, where you're from, or if you would like to rain, remain anonymous, anonymous. anonymous. <laughs> you can do so as well. But as always, and well, before we we close, I just again want to tell all of our listeners how much we appreciate you taking the time to listen. And those of you that have written in thus far, thank you for taking that time as well, Um, because we do enjoy hearing your stories and, you know, derailing off of those with our own as usual. But um, this couldn't be made possible without all of you. So share away, tell all your friends, tell the dead people too. (laughs) And with that being said, thank Thank you for for listening listening to to The Mobster Squad. Squad.